0: Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Washuta, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. As a reminder, on Thursdays, it is just me talking about something that is trending in the health or fitness, medical or business communities, or touching on a topic that I previously talked with a guest about, but didn't get to expand on to the extent I wanted to. On Mondays are the interview experts where I have an interview with a health or fitness or business or medical expert on a particular topic. They come on to tell us their knowledge and expand on one topic, sort of like a, unpacking a thesis of sorts. That's at least what I try to do with my questions to that guest. They are the feature in that episode. I try to take the backseat as much as I can. And on the Thursday episodes, they're shorter. They're typically five to 15 minutes, where in my Monday interview episodes are closer to 45 minutes to an hour. Today, I have a lot of new listeners, so I'm going to do a brief, brief, I promise I'm going to keep as brief as possible talk about myself, who I am, why I do this, my background, for those who don't know it. And then I'm going to go into gym culture, walking into a gym, the experience, whether you're somebody who goes to the gym all the time or whether you're somebody brand new and things to think about that we don't typically think about when you're walking into a fitness facility or a gym. So first, a little bit about myself for those who don't know or just a reminder I'm a father of a two-year-old girl. I'm a husband. My wife is a physician. She's a pediatric sports medicine doctor. I live in Austin, Texas area. I've moved all around the country. I've lived in Savannah, Georgia. I've lived in uh, the north in New York City, New Jersey. I became a fitness professional after career transitioning from public relations, and then I worked at a hedge fund, and I was in that very office space type moment where I was sitting in New York City just thinking, I hate my life. I don't want to be sitting at a desk. I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I know that I love fitness and health. I know that everyone around me in my circles asks me for help and information concerning health and fitness and nutrition why not career transition at that point I was 25 I didn't have anything that was holding me back as far as assets or family and I could just up and move so I became a certified personal trainer I moved down south I started my life over and uh, there was no looking back I took me a long time to become successful I made every mistake in the business but during that path in making those mistakes I found out what the sort of concoction is in order to be successful in the business. And I wrote a book called Fitness Business 101, what the certifications don't teach you to help young personal trainers or struggling people in the fitness and health industry know how they can quickly become better at their jobs. And this isn't just like some sort of special tricks or tips or secrets. You're gonna open the book and be like, oh my gosh. It's really more about saying you need to be client focused. And that's where I came come in with my public relations background, which the definition of public relations is creating and maintaining relations between an organization and its constituents through strategic two-way communication. And really what that is, is just a fancy way of saying being able to be honest and truthful and listen to people and put the right plan of action forward for them always. And there's too much focus. on the body and not enough focus on the person. And we need to understand that. And then also, you know, there are business techniques to be successful, marketing techniques to be successful. And then even sort of, um, uh, let's say, let's call them training models to be successful in order for you not to forget exercises. I have uh, particular models. I talk about dots, duration, object, tempo, stability, and the seven central movements and how you fuse those two together to give you endless creative exercises to help your clients. But I'm not going to talk about the book specifically now. You know, now what I do for a living, this is a passion project. This doesn't really bring me in money, right? That's, I don't rely on the the podcast and helping personal trainers specifically to bring me money. I mean, of course, I'm building the Truly Fit app out. It's a software program that will help personal trainers. And yes, there's money involved in that. But the podcast is just a marketing arm of that and sort of a passion project, as well as the book. If anyone ever wants a copy of the book, I will always give you a copy of the book for free. If I have t-shirts on hand for Truly Fit, I will give you t-shirts. Whatever it is, you reach out to me and, and, I, and I do my best to help the general population or fitness and health professionals for free. Lastly here for those who are new to the podcast I just want to explain that we interview experts in fitness, health, business and medical on Mondays. And my goal is to always provide a thesis of sorts. So it might be how do how does HRV become important to the general population compared to an athlete? And I'll have someone come on and they'll talk about that. It might be, you know, what is wrong with the uh, day-to-day in the in the medical field? How do we make the uh, insurance model work better for patients moving forward. Is there a way to do this? It might be something more specific to a business. It might be how to set up your your tax entity properly if you're a small business thinking about starting an LLC. Anything around fitness, health, business, wealth that I can hone in on to potentially help personal trainers or health and medical professionals and or just general population, really everyone all encompassing, I'm going to try to do that. And, and a lot of these topics are intriguing to me. That's why I picked them out. And uh, some of them are asked specifically, meaning people come to me through DMs or through emails to socialtrulyfit.app, or they DM me at Steve shoot on Instagram and say, hey, Steve, I'd love for you to talk to X, Y, and Z. I think they'd be great on your podcast, or I'd love you to cover this topic. And I go ahead and do that. I will always take suggestions and try to follow suit with that. So uh, moving on here, I want to talk today about gym culture. I made a quick reel about this. And it's something that I noticed myself doing. And I know that a lot of people in the fitness and health industry who are comfortable in the gym do this also. You put your headphones on, you get into the zone, you're kind of mean mugging, you walk into the gym, you're super confident, like you own the place. And there's a weird energy about that. I can tell that sometimes people might look at me in the gym like like they stay away from me. Like, what is this guy doing? Not because I'm doing anything weird, but quite the opposite—that I'm that I'm so comfortable in the gym that I'm just moving from thing to thing, uh, and I think people sense that. People have a sense of the the energy and what's going on in the gym. And I don't mean this in a woo-woo way. I, I simply mean, comparatively speaking, when you watch somebody who walks into the gym who's never been there, you can tell. You can almost instantly tell. And there's and I I feel bad, and I I watch other people do what I do and think. You know how prevalent is this in the industry and i and, and, and likely it is very prevalent where the newbie is coming into the gym and i know this from working at gyms and asking people through their park or physical activity readiness questionnaire sort of health history form questions but you know when's the last time you worked out what you know why haven't you worked out recently and and one of the answers not on a somewhat regular basis but on semi regular basis was i i feel uncomfortable going into gyms And when you're a newbie and you walk into a gym and maybe there's a particular exercise that you want to try out, but there are some people in the corner where you would be doing that exercise and they look intimidating. They have a mean face on, they have their headphones on, they're not very inviting, and they're sort of hogging the space. Or maybe there was a particular piece of equipment that they never tried, they want to try out for the first time, but you're on it. And you're grunting and you're pushing and you're sweating all over the place and you're, you know, you're, you're being, you have a weird energy about yourself. You're walking super fast to the water fountain and coming back and, and as if no one else is in the gym, like get get out of my way. You don't own the gym. I don't own the gym. It's a shared space and it should be sort of a place of, um, you know, uh, a sanctuary for everyone, a place of solace and solitude for everyone, not just you. It's not just your place. You don't pay any extra than anybody else does to be in that gym. And when I say you, I also mean me. I, I have to remind myself that I do this also in the gym because I'm so comfortable in there. It's a second home to me. I've been in the gym, you know, at one point in my life, I was in the gym basically seven days a week for 10 straight years. Now I'm in the gym, I don't know, four days a week. Um, and, and I don't think enough about the people who are brand new. And I should, because I'm a personal trainer. And I know if I'm not doing it, then the average person, the general population person just lifts a lot. And the other personal trainers and fitness and health professionals are probably also not doing that. So, you know, put a smile on your face here and there when you're walking around the gym. Uh, You you don't necessarily have to, you know, it's not, this isn't a subway where there's a bunch of um, uh, homeless people uh, trying to ask you for money, right? If somebody might have a question that they want to ask you, they might say, hey, I really, I, I really like your you're the definition on your legs. Can you tell me the the exercises you do and why you do them? You know, that's, that's a great compliment to be paid. And how do you know that if you're so hyper-focused and you got that mean, mean face on, you don't want to talk to anybody in the gym. So I would, uh, I, I would be aware of that as much as I'm, I'm telling you, I'm also telling myself. And then if you're somebody on the other end, other end of the spectrum here and you're brand new to the gym, I know, I know it's difficult, but there's, there's no other way to go about it than to just get past that, to to not run straight to the cardio equipment because it's facing the other direction and it's easy to use and no one else is using it. No one else is going to judge you when you hop on the elliptical. But if you're doing, let's say, dumbbell chest presses wrong, you think people are going to judge you. If you really feel that way, hire a personal trainer, please. Even if it's just for one time and say, hey, these are the four or five things I feel uncomfortable with. I don't have the money to use you on a regular basis, but I would love for you to teach me how to do X, Y, and Z. And then maybe we can meet up once every two, three, four months to go over some new exercises and some form. I want to work out on my own for the whatever $12 a month of Planet Fitness. I don't have the money to do otherwise, but I would love for you to help me. And it's worth paying that professional a one-time fee. I mean, people pay, I, I'm bald, I obviously don't know this, but you know, I, people pay $200 to get their haircut. You're going to pay $200 to get your haircut? But well, you, you can get a really good personal trainer for $50 for an hour. And in that hour, it's up to you to ask them all the things that you want. Don't say, don't let them tell you, and I'm speaking to both personal trainers and the general population. What what they're going to do to you in that hour. You're paying that time. You tell that personal trainer. Just like you tell that person to cut your hair. Hey, this is what I want. You tell that personal trainer. These are the five things I want to learn. If you don't know how to do them, if you don't feel like doing that, I'm going to go to a different personal trainer. The personal trainers are not just these people who are supposed to be, you know, absolutely help you be a masochist or, or just torture you. And say, hey, this this is what you have to do to yourself every day. No, they're supposed to be able there to listen to you, provide value, and give you what you want, whether that is teaching you. I I have I have had sessions with clients where I literally sat down and taught them exercises, and they never picked up a weight because that's what they wanted. They wanted to see my form and look at me from the side, and they wanted to take notes. So you, as the fitness professional, need to understand that. You need to do what the client asks of you, provided it's safe. And you, as the person hiring the fitness and health professional, need to understand that you should be able to ask whatever you want. And if that person says they can't provide that, you move on to the next person. We have a bunch of great episodes coming up on Mondays. Remember, Mondays are the interview episodes. They're closer to 45 minutes to an hour. These are 5 to 15 minutes, just quick little shorts that I touch base with the audience here. And I think, let's see, coming up, we have a really good episode with, like, a realtor who specializes in health and fitness and medical businesses, which is cool. I have someone coming on to talk about HRV. I have somebody coming on to talk about uh, you know fitness over forty, which is a sort of a big trend. We don't really talk a lot about that here because I already know everything about fitness over forty, so I don't really need someone to come on. But it's it's good to you know have that back and forth. Uh, and then I have a mixed martial artist coming on, actually a professional mixed martial artist coming on to explain the day to day training of a professional mixed martial artist. So a lot of good podcasts coming up. Thanks for listening to the Truly Fit podcast, and catch you on Monday. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform, and feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.